This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, the Washington Post reported that when students returned to school during the pandemic, educators quickly saw a change in their cell phone habits uh, in and around the pandemic. More than ever, they were glued to their devices during class, posting on social media, searching on YouTube. Uh, This year, schools in Ohio, Colorado, Maryland, uh, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Virginia, California, and others banned uh, cell phones uh, to curb student obsession, uh, learning disruption, disciplinary challenges, and mental health worries. Most school systems already had a cell phone ban, um, bans in 2020, according to U.S. federal data, but the pandemic brought more urgency to places with lenient rules or lax enforcement, according to the Washington Post. Now, in B.C. school districts and uh, and individual, school, individual schools are responsible for managing students' use of technology, and some have established policies governing the use of phones on school grounds. So it's up to the school district, in many cases, up to individual schools as well. Uh, And of course, rules for cell phones in schools vary from province to province. Uh, uh, It's been five months since the secondary school on BC Sunshine Coast uh, has banned uh, cell phone use without uh, permission from administrators and teachers. And so far, they've seen promising results. So the broader conversation about cell phone use in schools uh, is an ongoing one. And I thought it was one that we should perhaps talk, discuss on this show as well. Joining me now is Annie Ohana. She's an Indigenous department head, social justice law and social sciences teacher at L.A. Matheson Secondary School in Surrey. Annie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I am. Um, I struggle with this, uh, uh, the, the cell phone in schools for kids. Uh, I have a son who's in grade nine. And I got to tell you, it's pretty frustrating as a parent sometimes in regards to uh, getting kids off phones. Uh, Mm -hmm. Generally, you try to be open about it. You try to be flexible about it. Uh, Where do you sit on this issue as an educator? I, I truly appreciate your frustration. I think it's one many teachers share, first of all. And, and secondly, to make it clear that as a teacher, we do have autonomy. So every classroom can look different. As you said, there are many jurisdictions bringing in different forms, different styles, uh, with the Sunshine Coast School being the latest one. Um, so I would say that it really depends. Certainly, we want to have you know, vital, crucial instruction time where students are paying attention and not being distracted by their phones. That being said, I would say that a full ban does provide some problems. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 you often hear, well, they need uh, these uh, uh, phones perhaps for instruction in a school to be used uh, during specific uh, classes. Uh, you know, I, as, as a parent, I'd rather pay more taxes to make sure there's an iPad available for each classroom and they can be taken away or a desktop computer, whatever it may be. I'd feel that is easier for me as a parent because at least that the machines are taken away rather than them then at recess on their phones at lunchtime. Uh, is there a happy medium somewhere there? Because I'm going to assume students uh, in school are using these cell phones uh, when they're in the middle of class for, for specific subjects. 
Absolutely. And I encourage you to repeat that to the government and the Ministry of Education. Uh, We are critically underfunded and it is a matter of equity. So in the school that I'm in, we are lacking in resources, Uh, you know, absolutely. And so the reality is that the phones become a very vital tool to actually educate, to teach critical media literacy skills, uh, to research. Are there any number of things that these amazing smartphones can do? But at the same time, not every parent can afford a device. And so then to say, well, we just need devices for everybody, that's not quite the answer unless uh, we have that full plentiful funding and resources to keep those you know those um, devices up to date where then every student can have one but in today's world of you know the digital world and you know the need to innovate um, I think more than ever we need to teach self-regulation about phones uh, when to use them appropriately and, and to even have discussions about more problematic realities around cell phone use social media cyberbullying etc all of these are topics that if you take the phone away um, you wouldn't have the opportunity to have those conversations necessarily. Um, but is, are we not asking too much of kids in grade 7, grade 8, grade 9 uh, to be able to have these broader conversations, particularly the impact social media can have? Because I find kids get very addicted to Snapchat and they're always on and it takes time, a valuable time away uh, from things they should be doing. Number one, interacting uh, with their um, fellow students, never mind learning as well. Um, are we not expecting too much from kids, though, at a grade eight level, level or a grade nine level? Um, I think we are expecting a lot from kids, but at the same time, the world's expecting a lot as well. And so the reality is that we need to teach these skills early. And again, it doesn't mean that we have um, we have a situation. Sorry, I'm actually at an event right now, so my apologies. Um, but it is important that we, we teach these skills at a young age, and that, again, we, we monitor this, right? So we're not saying that cell phones should be out at all times. Mm-hmm. There will be specific moments where the phones come out, and then those conversations can start. But I'll tell you right now, ask the police, ask anybody, uh, the reality is kids are on their phones at a very young age, even with parental supervision. What impact, are you seeing that impact, especially with social media and kids' mental health? I, I really worry about that. I, I just, yeah. I have no faith or trust in Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook or yeah. Elon Musk Twitter and Snapchat, whatever it may be, I have little faith in these tech companies to worry about our kids. And give me a sense of what you're seeing in regards to the impact social media is having on kids. Yeah, I, I absolutely, number one, I have faith in our kids. Because it's amazing how many students want to put their phone down, right? Mm-hmm. They, they talk often about the mental health impact, uh, the realities of social media, the lies that are being told, right? Uh, the bullying that's happening. These are things that are coming to us from students. So we truly understand that aspect. So we want to support them in that, right? We want to teach them the right way. We want to help them uh, kind of create those skills. But absolutely, the world of social media is one where it uh, really makes, you know, you're the product, right? So our kids are the product, and that's really problematic. Mm -hmm. So, again, to have these conversations and to really, as teachers, believe me, we're watching for this. And the reality is the mental health issue is paramount, and that needs to be first and foremost. So I just want to clarify your position. You, you don't think there should be an outright ban. We've got to find a happy medium somewhere. Absolutely, yes, because there are equity issues. Uh, there are issues where we do need the phone. So, sure, absolutely. Sorry, I'm in a uh, radio interview. <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry, Jazz. Uh, at the end of the day, it's an equity issue, and it's something where a, a flat-out ban isn't really going to make our education system better, and also it's not going to make necessarily our kids better. I understand they're seeing results, and that's great, but at the same time, at some point, you have to have those conversations, 
and they're going to need to be digitally literate uh, in, in their use of their phones at some point. Yeah. Uh, a teacher's job is never done, Annie, and I totally understand yeah. you're at an event, so not to worry. <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. I really yes, appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, bye. Th- that is Annie Johanna. She's an Indigenous Department Head, Social Justice Law and Social Sciences teacher at L.A. Matheson Secondary School in Surrey.